1959, our story of the history of retail turns to an American brewery, Coors, who told customers they could have one cent back for each of its new aluminium or aluminum cans they returned. These cans were different from the tin and steel cans they replaced. They were designed as a two-piece seamless can and were recyclable. Beer from these all aluminium cans tasted much fresher. They were lighter too. The Can Manufacturers Institute reckons that these first-generation aluminium cans weighed three ounces per unit. Today's cans weigh less than half an ounce. That's progress. In 1964, aluminium cans entered the soft drinks market with the RC Cola and Diet Right being launched by the company Royal Crown Cola in a two-piece 12-ounce aluminium container. But these cans were not only lightweight, they also had a better surface on which text and graphics could be printed to help reinforce the brand. In just one year, one million cases of soda were packaged in these new aluminium cans. And remember, they didn't rust like the old metal ones used to. The rest, as they say, is history in the making. In 1967, Coca-Cola and Pepsi adopted aluminium cans too, but it wasn't until the early 1970s that aluminium industry launched the new buyback centres where consumers returned their cans and they were then recycled, remelted and returned to the shelves of our stores, thus reducing the cost of the original raw materials to the industry and giving us our money back on the cost of our drinks. A good deal for all of us, and of course, for our treasured environment too. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Retail contribution, fact file. The chilled canned drinks category, comprising both beer and carbonated soft drinks, has become, along with confectionery, coffee and tobacco, one of the underpinnings of the global convenience store industries. Retailers like 7-Eleven and Family Mart, not to mention the legions of retail outlets operated by major oil companies, shift billions of beverage in aluminium cans every year. And if you can remember those aluminium cans, you can probably recall having to open them with a church key, a type of can opener. Then came the pull tab, a tab attached with a rivet at one end that you could pull completely off. Its inventor, Ermil Cleon Fraze, who owned the Dayton Reliable Tool Company, had, it is said, found himself without his church key when on a family picnic, so instead he used the fender of a car to open his can, thereby spilling most of the contents. Necessity was the mother of his invention. In 1962, he sold the idea to Alcoa, which teamed up with the Pittsburgh Brewing Company to introduce it on its Iron City beer cans. The next adaptation came in 1975 in the form of the Stay Tab from Daniel Kudzik of Reynolds Metals. It opened the can by pulling a tab that pushes the metal into the can, and what's more, there's no litter to be left or discarded, as there was with the old pull tabs that used to be left on the ground when they were pulled off. Still today, aluminium can history is developing. 
1985, it became the most popular beverage package. And in 2011, craft brewers adapted it to package their product range. We now find those aluminium cans in our fridges to chill our drinks, and the slots out of which we drink has widened. In Japan, aluminium cans are used for housing warm, milky coffee, and in Nepal, in the Himalayas, they're the only container allowed because they crush easily and are light. In Africa, they've even been used to build what's been described as a sturdy hut.